Hey everyone, welcome to the Jason Staten Leadership Solutions Podcast. Thank you for joining me again today. Uh, in this episode, I want to talk to us about a healthy thought life, um, about the connection between our thoughts and our actions. So join with me as we dive into the very important subject of our thoughts. Thank you again for joining me today and uh, we're again going to be discussing the topic of the importance of the thoughts that we think and though the um, the response or the impact our thoughts have on our actions for this I'm going to kind of begin with a, a Bible story I'm going to begin with a passage of scripture found in the book of Genesis and I'll say that this particular passage uh, I think Probably even 15 years ago, I started kind of digging into this passage, and through the last 15 years, you know, I've, I've tried to look at it from different angles on how it could be preached about, and uh, honestly, just even reading the commentaries and, and studying the passage, nobody really knows what to do with it, and I'll, I'll explain what I mean by that here in just a minute, um, but I'm just going to kind of present kind of the raw facts of this scripture and kind of what maybe some of the commentaries have said and then utilize it to bring a truth that will help us as, as human beings, but also as leaders. So in Genesis chapter 30, and we're going to kind of follow all the way from 30, verse 31 all the way down to 43, but the context of this passage is Jacob, whose name is synonymous with deceiver, or a name, you know, a supplanter, a trickster. Um, he, he embodied that, in fact, from the very um you know, beginning, there was a struggle between, uh, in, in the womb, the Bible says, there was a struggle between him and his twin brother Esau. And Esau, who was born first, uh, as he's born, Jacob has got a hold of his heel. He's trying, he's even then trying to uh, reverse the, the role of the way things were, were going. In, in those times, obviously within biblical context, being the firstborn son over the secondborn son meant everything. The firstborn son got the inheritance, the greater part of the inheritance, the greater part of the favor from the father. It was, it was a huge deal. Just even in this instance, it was just maybe minutes that separated their birth, and but it was a lifetime of difference. And so Jacob, kind of this supplanting, this deceiving plays out in his life. He deceives his brother Esau into uh, giving him the blessing, the birthright. He deceives his father into placing his hands on him and naming the blessing on him. And then Leading up to this passage, Jacob kind of meets his match, Laban, who becomes his father-in-law. Uh, Jacob meets Laban's daughter, Rachel. Man, she's beautiful. I want to marry her. Goes to Laban. Laban says, sure, uh, if you'll agree to work with me for seven, year, for seven years. And Jacob agrees, uh, marries Rachel, thought so. Wakes up the next morning. It's not Rachel, it's Leah. But he's already married to her. So he has to go back to Laban, agree to works seven more years, and now he has both Rachel and Leah. And I don't care what year it is, being married to two women is not a good idea, not a good deal. And so anyway, now we come, Jacob is there, he's worked the 14 years, and now there's just strife and contention, so he's ready to move away. And he kind of strikes up this deal with Laban, 
And the deal is Jacob says, all right, I've been taking care of your flock. I've been taking care of things for you. Here's the deal. Um, I'm going to take care of the, the, the flock and the sheep. I'm going to give you back all of the, the goats and the, 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 the livestock that, are, um, that, that have no spots in them. I'm going I'm to give you all those back. All right, Th those are going to be yours. Now, the ones that have speckles in them and spots in them and, and, and kind of, you know, uh, streaks in their uh, wool or in their skin, th those will be mine. And so they agree on that. So Jacob goes out and uh, he begins to care for these, uh, these animals. And again, I'm not going to dive into the whole story. The bottom line is Jacob takes these, uh, th this livestock, these herds, and he puts them in front of he, he takes the the rods and he uh, the, these these um, rods the trees and he he peels them so that the 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 white flesh of the tree or the, the rod is exposed and the uh, bark uh, so you can see the streak of the the rod uh, contrasted against the bark and then he sets the animals there to feed in front of these uh, rods and 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 as they do the end of the story is and the, Jacob what Jacob is bringing about is that what they see is going to influence what they produce. And in fact, it works. The, the, all of the livestock that are born when they're, after they've, con that they've been conceived while the, 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 the streaked rods have been uh, being looked at, that the spotted and speckled livestock are produced. So it works. Now, the commentary reading into this says that, you know, that that doesn't work. It, it's not really a thing. It's, it's, superstition on Jacob's part, but, but it works, all right? So that, that's kind of where the, the rub is in the commentary. They look at this and they say it's superstition on Jacob's part. However, the outcome of that is that it works. Now, the principle that Jacob brings out that I think is applicable to us today is Jacob was applying that if I can get them to look and, and focus on something, it's going to impact what they produce in the end. Proverbs 23 and 7 says it this way, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. All right? As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So the thoughts and the concepts that we focus upon are going to be the product and the outcome of our lives. So as human beings, we don't act upon thoughts, we act upon emotions. Right? We, thoughts are, are good, but emotions are what move us. Right? We're moved by emotion and Marketing is geared toward our emotions because those companies know if I can connect with your uh, emotions, I can I can get you to buy. We can we can get you to buy. And so, but there is a connection because our thoughts inspire our emotions, which inspire our actions. And so, Jacob's ploy may have been little more than superstition. Um, and the outcome of it, again, commentaries continue on with it, and they say that the action was superstition, but the outcome, God was the only one that could have been, done that. And I want to bring that back in just a few moments. But the fact is that our thoughts are powerful. What we focus on, what we allow to uh, our eyes to focus on, uh, in Jacob's case, it may have been superstition. In our lives, it's absolutely reality that what we look at, what we focus on is going to impact our actions. It's going to impact our our outcome. Now, that can be stirred by uh, real th facts, or it can be stall. Uh, it can be it, it can be um, kind of moved by things that are false ideas. 
doesn't matter if what we're looking at and what we're thinking about is, you know, if you hear a noise in the middle of the night, you know, your mind, uh, if, you know, you begin to create all these images of what it was. It, it wasn't any of that, but your, it doesn't matter. Okay, once, you're, once your mind believes something, it triggers emotions, which trigger the actions. Here's a story that kind of um, exemplifies this. In, in November of 1997, there was a pickup truck in the Nashville, Tennessee area. Uh, six t uh, teenage girls inside the this uh, pickup truck, and they get into a collision with another truck. Uh, on the scene, one of the girls passes away. The other five are airlifted to Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Now, two of the girls that are in this truck, out of the five that, that survived the, the accident, both are named Tiffany. And they're very close in age, similar uh, body structure, uh, similar in age. And, 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 but both of them, their faces were very swollen and disfigured by the uh, by just by the nature of the accident. And so one Tiffany was taken to the both Tiffany's taken to the, the hospital to Vanderbilt uh, University Medical Center. The medical teams began to work on them. The one Tiffany they're not able to save. She passes away. The other Tiffany, they resuscitate her. They put her on life support. And she begins to gain strength. And so uh, they're fake. Again, they're, they're disfigured. They can't really tell their identity. The, the purses are all strewn throughout the car. And so they think that the, the, the Tiffany that is, has passed away, they call the family. They inform them that their daughter has passed away. Um, the other Tiffany, they call the family and inform them that their daughter is recovering. Two different emotions going on. One family is rejoicing. The other family is grieving. So the family that, of the Tiffany that passed away, they planned a funeral. The funeral home director says, you know, her face, you know, just the, the scars, the damage. I would, I would recommend a closed casket service. And so they, they do. They, they have a closed casket service. They go through the service. They weep. They cry. They mourn. The other Tiffany, the family gathers in the hospital room. Her face is heavily bandaged. The, the tube's going in and, and she's on, you know, just daily getting a little bit better. Finally, after about the same time after the funeral is over, the other Tiffany gets off life support. They remove the bandages only for the family to recognize it was the wrong Tiffany. So you have two families, one family that has been grieving for four days while their daughter is alive. Another family that has been weep, uh, has been celebrating for four years while their daughter has passed away. Okay, the facts are the family that was grieving should have been celebrating. And the other family that was celebrating should have been grieving. All right, But it doesn't matter what the facts are. It's what you think. Okay, It's what you think it is. That's what determines your actions. All right, So what we focus on, what we believe, all right, what we believe is going to stir our emotions. And those emotions are going to be what bring about our actions. So I want to just share a couple of principles about getting a right mindset, about making sure that our, that, that our thoughts are healthy, so that our emotions are healthy, so that our actions are the right actions. All right, so Romans 12 and 2 tells us that we're not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. All right, the renewing of our mind, making the mind new again. Well, how do, how do we do that? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, we have to get rid of the old. All right, you, you, you can't mix old and new. So if we're going to get new ways of thinking, if we're going to get new thought patterns, if we're going to get new ideas, 
we got to get rid of the old. That, that means sometimes we got to get rid of the things that we've been looking at. All right? You can't expect a positive mindset if you're sitting around watching headline news all day. It's just it's not going to happen. So if you want to get a transformed mind, if you want to be transformed by a renewing mind, if you want your actions to be actions of faith, then what the first thing you might need to do is shut off the news. All right, shut, shut off the negativity that you're staring at because what you're looking at, Jacob knew, what, if I can get them looking at something, it's going to affect what they produce. And if we keep looking at the wrong things, we're going to keep producing the wrong things. So out with the old. All right, the, the second thing we find in, in the passage, and, and I kind of mentioned that, but, but Jacob was intentional about the, what the livestock would focus on, right? He carved into those branches and, and made the imagery that they looked at to be spotted and speckled because he knew if he could get them to look at that, it would impact what they would produce. He was intentional about what he put in front of their eyes. We also need to be intentional. Well, I'm going to change my actions. I'm going to change my behaviors. No, you've got to change your thoughts. You've got to change what you're looking at because what you're looking at is impacting your thoughts. What your thoughts are dwelling upon are going to impact your emotions, and what your emotions are telling you is what you're going to act upon. So it has to come all the way back. You don't just change your actions. You change what you're, what you're focusing on. All right, Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are on CNN, whatsoever things are on... No, sorry. Didn't say that one. Whatsoever things are on Fox. No, didn't say that one either. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. All right. Those are the things you got to put in front of you because that's how you get healthy actions is by starting at what you're focusing on. The next thing that I would say is daily focus and weekly celebration. All right. So if you've been having kind of self-sabotaging, uh, self-sabotaging thoughts, if your mind has been uh, filled with areas, you know, kind of uh, just negativity, all right, then, then it's going to take time. You're going to have to start making it a daily focus to change those things. So daily focus, be intentional on a daily basis, but weekly celebration. What, what do I mean by that? I mean, give yourself some time. Just like if you put a seed into the ground, and you come back the next day, you don't expect fruit. You understand that there's going to be a time that is going to have, you're going to have to daily let the sun shine and the water, and the, you're going to have to water that plant. Okay, and after you do that for a long enough time, then you can come back and evaluate what's growing, and you can pick the fruit after a while. But so many times we want to start changing things, and we expect immediate results. But focus, be intentional daily but celebrate weekly. And then lastly, expect miracles. So all the commentaries, again, it's a difficult passage to preach because the commentaries really don't give you much room to work with it, okay? Because I, it, would, it would preach great if, you know, Jacob put those livestock in front of those branches and, and that is what caused the animals, you know, that, that would preach really simple. Uh, however, they say that's not what happened. They say what happened is that was superstition on Jacob's part, but then God is the one that made the livestock come out. God saw his effort. And here's what I believe the principle is for us as leaders and as people that are uh, striving after growth. That is, if we will be intentional about our growth, if we'll be intentional about putting the right things in front of us, we can expect God to come alongside of us. We can expect that God is going to step in 
when we come to the end of what we can do, when we study and we pray and we go through leadership training and we place ourselves in growth uh, processes and we take leadership curriculum and we do all those things, at the end of the day, there's an end to how much they can do. But God sees our effort. Okay, God sees your effort and he's gonna come alongside of that effort and the end product is going to be speckled and streaked in, in, in abundance. If we will be intentional about what we can do, God will always be intentional about what He can do. So let's get those minds healthy. Let's get our thoughts healthy. Let's be intentional about what we put in front of our eyes. Let's be intentional about what we allow our thoughts to dwell on. So thank you today for joining us again on the Jason Staten Leadership Podcast. Look forward to having you with me on our next episode. Hope that you all have a wonderful day.